Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. I'm Brandon. My name is Asan. Welcome back. How you doing, Asan? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. You made it back from Malibu safely. I made it back. You made it back from San Diego. I did. And let me just, because of that, let me just stress to the listeners, (laughs) we will never do that again. (laughs) Because that was not good. We're, uh, you know, trying to make do. And I listen back, especially at the beginning, because that's actually two phone calls. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the beginning, the reception was even worse. Mm. So it's like very choppy. Uh, So... Right from the beginning, you're like, is this going to be the whole episode? Yeah, we we find this podcast very uh, fun and fulfilling to put together, and we really don't take the opportunity to get our voices out there and get our comedy and everything else out there lightly. Uh, that being said, this is a free podcast, and uh, <laughs> I will not apologize for any ounce of content that comes out of it. You will listen to it and you will like it or you will move on. I thought I, I thought you were like, yeah, you know, we do this for fun. I th- uh, and then you're like, um, you know, we just really appreciate the uh, ability to get our comedy out there. I thought you were going to be like, so, uh, you know, we don't take your listening lightly. Um, I'm really sorry for last episode. And it went the opposite direction. Yeah. You this know, is free. Uh, you know what, Brandon? Comedy is uh, a subverting of expectations. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it. Maybe, uh, maybe you've no, heard of it. I haven't. No. Um, sorry, I'm adjusting my mic stand. Adjusted. Are, sorry. I'm adjusting it for inflation. <laughs> All right. Which is through the roof. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the economy. We get it. You're a Republican. <laughs> um, okay, we're back. We're good. Microphones are, are adjusted for inflation. Uh, we're, we're rolling right along. Brandon Shaw, what did you do this week? Um, I, I don't have a whole lot of uh, personal stuff to share, just mm-hmm. because we uh, have a slightly shorter week between recording. And I went through my week, and I was like, "No, it's not really." Didn't really do anything, huh? I mean, I did stuff, but like nothing notable. Okay. If you want to dive into the the mundane, we can. <laughs> yeah, anything interesting? Just one thing that uh, anything interesting that happened to you this week? I went to the beach on yeah, that's Sunday. It's finally. We should say uh, it's springtime in uh, California, and if you live in California, well, it's, it's springtime in the northern hemisphere. Well, yeah, but like it feels like spring in California, and if you know, if you live in California, you know that spring is just summer. <laughs> California, Southern California has is two seasons. It has oh my god, I want to die, and oh, this is nice. The AC <laughs> in my car uh, doesn't work, and so I got in my car the other day and I rolled the windows down, and I was at like a stoplight, and so I didn't have the wind moving, and I was like, oh my god, it's so hot, and I looked it up and it was eighty. I was like, it's gonna get. <laughs> So much hotter. It's going to get, yeah, it's going to get, uh, yeah, 20 degrees hotter than that in yeah. like three weeks. Uh, yeah, my, the it's funny. The AC in my car, it works like sometimes. So I have one, I have a I have a, uh, an older car. It's from like 2006 and it's a hybrid. And I think the air conditioning is like on the fritz. So like, <laughs> it's like, I, basically my car is like a, a Rube Goldberg device of air conditioning. <laughs> So like my air conditioning only works if like the if the outward, you know, like the the vent to let air from the outside in uh, only if that's open. So there's like air coming in and I'm going like above 60 miles an hour. So when I come to a red light, it's just blowing whatever the temperature outside is. Mm-hmm. But when I drive, when I'm on the freeway, it's nice. 
I was going to ask you about that because the other day we were driving and you were like, hey, uh, real quick, can you pop this marble into this uh, <laughs> yeah. slot over here? Hey, put this marble in that thimble, <laughs> and then I want you to push on that domino when we get on the freeway. <laughs> and and then, in about 37 <laughs> seconds, we'll have air conditioning. To your credit, it was frigid mm-hmm. in there. It was great mm-hmm. after a while. Yeah. My uh, my air conditioner was built by Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> You know who that is? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Honey, I Shrunk the Kids guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, and the uh, Little Shop of Horrors guy oh. first. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Lord Helmet from Spaceballs. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. That's a great movie. <laughs> Lord Helmet. <laughs> what a great parody. Spaceballs doesn't get enough credit, man. No one talks about it anymore, but that movie is perfect. I know. It is a, it's a really funny Especially movie. if you hate Star Wars like I do. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I don't hate Star Wars. But if like if you if you are not if you are not so emerged in like the the fandom of Star Wars that you can see the absurdity of it, that movie is like a hundred times funnier. Yeah. It's a it's a great movie. Uh, yeah, that was a really funny movie. <laughs> um, I'm kind of in a hateful mood this morning. Uh, why are you in a hateful mood? Because like I've just been doing some more reflecting on things that I've seen and experienced lately, and I'm like, man, no, you know, I'm gonna be bold about us, uh, the movie Jordan Peele's Us. Okay. Uh, I thought it's you not made a you good. And, I thought you made you and I, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate you, Brandon. No, uh, the Jordan Peele film, uh, Jordan Peele film, the Jordan Peele. Peele film Us is not a good movie. You did you okay? I was wondering if you were gonna come right out and say it because on the podcast you were like, well, uh-huh. well, see, and then in a, our conversations you've been much more direct. Well, here's the thing: it's an enjoyable experience to watch for the first time, but it's not a good movie. Did you see Does it again? No, no. But um, just hearing everyone talk about it, yeah, and just reflecting because like, I, I have seen it, but just reflecting on it again, I'm like, there's just so, too many plot holes that the movie itself raises awareness to and then doesn't talk about yeah like it's just eh, it's crazy it's just it's it's not a good movie and even the ending is not particularly satisfying yeah it's just kind of like what it doesn't hold up under under a microscope of scrutiny what i didn't like as well is uh a lot of blogs are like uh they're already in talks of making a sequel to us Mm -hmm. i was like why do we call them what? Hmm. Why do we need a sequel? We don't need a sequel, and we won't get a sequel to that movie. Yeah, let's hope. Like no one wants to see the 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 tethered people economy as it develops after they've. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one wants to see uh the leftovers. Uh, you have you ever watched that show? No. Oh, no one wants to see the leftovers starring a bunch of mute people in red jumpsuits. <laughs> <sighs> Speak exclusively in grunts. Well, technically, though, if they if they if their main source of economy was they built some kind of uh, contraption that held their clothing, like their laundry, that means technically it would be the season would be about a red jumpsuit apparatus. <laughs> Stupid. There it is. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's us is not a good movie. Is, I'm sorry. Is that the it's main thing uh, getting you in a hateful mood this morning? Yeah. This afternoon? It's just not good. It's just not a good movie. Uh, it's not good at all. I'm sorry that that movie is upsetting you so much. It's not good. Um, also, there's another thing. This leads me to my next point. The Lion King trailer. Have you seen the newest Lion King movie trailer? Okay, I've been excited to talk to you about this. Okay. L- l- let me hear your thoughts first. Uh, 
I was I watched it and I was less excited about the movie than when I began. Mm-hmm. Why is that? You're not a you know a Zazu fan. Uh, you're not a big Scar fan. You're, seeing you're not them, a big Chiwetel <laughs> fan. Seeing the the characters as actual animals, it's kind of off putting. Yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. a little less magical. It's it's like a hundred times less magical. Yeah, like Pumbaa just looks mangy. <laughs> yeah, Scar looks like gross and like malnutritioned and like not scary yeah when i go back to uh yeah you actually kind of side with scar you're like yeah, get these I guys get some it, food. man yeah <laughs> um uh i remember so every now and then like i'll stumble upon the lion king like the animated version and watch it again and the part that always is like hard for me to watch is when uh simba's out with timon and pumbaa and they're like teaching him to eat bugs and mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. And which is, I think, is a very dark and tricky subject for the movie to engage in. Like, there are varying levels of consciousness in the animal kingdom. (laughs) And why are we dealing with this? Like, why is it okay for them to eat slugs and insects, but, like, they can't show Mufasa getting trampled by wildebeest? So that, that, that interest, that raises some very complicated and problematic questions. And it's always hard for me to watch that scene because I'm like, well, those bugs are alive too. Just because they don't talk and sing songs doesn't mean they they don't feel things. You know? uh, I I recently rewatched uh, I guess most of it, um, and I skimmed through it with my. You son. skipped the bugs part. Uh, no, we did watch that, mm. but uh, the in the original, the way that it's presented, it's like. Uh, here's Timon and Pumbaa. They're just like freeloader guys that just go with the flow and like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, Akuna Matata and whatever. And it's cool for a while, but then it's like he's, you know, skirting his responsibilities, Simba, so he has to go back and whatever. And so it's like Timon and Pumbaa are cool, but like that way of life isn't sustainable. Yeah, they look down upon for yes. eating bugs. Yeah. And the older I get, the more I'm like, no, man, Timon and Pumbaa get it. Mm-hmm. But not in the new trailer. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I don't want to watch." Yeah, I really a, a literal warthog. I don't want to watch a <laughs> warthog and a meerkat eat beetles and slugs for thirty minutes while singing. It just doesn't sound great. It's like an extended cut. And so, in in, Lion, in the Lion King lore, what do the rest of the animals eat? Do the do the do the lions just eat grass? No, they do. So right in the beginning of the movie, and this was. Because uh, I rewatched it, I was like, wow, this is surprisingly deep. Simba uh, is walking with Mufasa right at the beginning of the movie. And Mufasa is like, you know, everything the light touches is yours or whatever, or is ours, our kingdom. Uh, and he says, it's all exists as a delicate ecosystem. Uh, and he says, like, uh, we, like, this eats this Can and this. Can you please eats do this. your James Earl Jones, please? <laughs> Can I hear your James Earl Jones? Simba. <clears throat> no, no that's you sound not like good. a movie phone no, guy. That's not, yeah, the uh, Simba. No, you, I can't what do are you it. Doing? I what? I don't do impressions. You you gotta you gotta find a starting point, and then and then ex- expand out. From Everything there. that no, that just sounds like you me. deliberately disobeyed me. <laughs> See, <laughs> you gotta start with a touch point, man. <laughs> Remember who you are. You deliberately disobeyed me. <laughs> And then go from there. <laughs> you deliberately you s- disobeyed me. Yeah, it's like British, but black and like <laughs> bl- bassy. Is he British? Uh, I don't know. I don't think Brit. <laughs> I don't think British people like. I don't think black people were allowed to be British before like nineteen eighty <laughs> something. <laughs> and it's. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, and then Craig David was like, you know what? Let's do this. 
anyway, he says, like, you know, it's a delicate ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, you know, all the animals exist, coexist together. And then Simba goes, but don't we eat the antelope? And he says, oh. yes. He so says, he says it. He says, yes, we do. But when we die, our bodies become the grass that the antelopes eat. Oh, that's and I was like, deep. yeah, there we go. That's pretty deep. So anyway, I'm uh, not so excited about the movie anymore after the trailer. Mm-hmm. What are your, what's your impression? Is the um, mic stand My impression is James Earl Jones. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, let's see if we can adjust this mic stand. Go ahead and pause, pause it. Pause it. Yeah, we'll come back. All right, that's the magic of editing. And it's, we're back. It's like we, it's like we never left. Um, Welcome back to the weekly regular. My, my impression of the Lion King trailer is kind of like how you're saying. It looks like it look. It, uh, there's no excitement for me because the 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 animated movie is so good and mm-hmm. so classic. Like it, this looks like. Oh, look what this guy did! This guy who's a 3D animator, look what he did at work as a, like a goof, as like a fan appreciation. That's cool, but right. I don't want to see a two-hour movie of that. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It just I don't know, man. Well, I, I and did... they're gonna sing, <laughs> right? So like I am and the moment Beyonce opens her mouth, I am completely done with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because she's gonna sound like Beyonce. Oh yeah. Simple. <laughs> you are not supposed to be doing. Uh, nah, I'm not good at Beyonce. <laughs> you gotta have a touch point, man. What's your touch point? Uh, Sp- uh Beyonce speaking. I don't know. I uh, all I can think of is her and Gold and Austin Powers and Gold Member. Oh, I'm Foxy it. Cleopatra. Simple. Or or like her like talking sadly <laughs> on one on one of her songs, like from Lemonade. Simple. Simple. You can't be out here, simple. <laughs> uh yeah i was excited for the aladdin trailer mm-hmm. or the aladdin movie uh but this is i guess those are human characters primarily mm-hmm. and that but this is lion king is all animals, all animals yeah and then it's just like so realistic but it yeah i don't know it's like, not quite zazu looks disgusting <laughs> zazu does look real weird like that looks he looks like he has that kind of like dead eye bird stare that yeah. like it just oh, it doesn't work. Yeah, we'll I am excited see. to hear Donald Glover sing Lion King songs though. He wasn't there wasn't any dialogue. No, there there was no Simba voices or uh, Beyonce voices, and I think that's because they haven't done them yet. <laughs> I wonder if they put the trailer out because it's coming out in a few months, right? Mm-hmm. If they put the trailer out to kind of test the waters and be like. What do you guys think? Of- oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure by the time we see this movie, there will be some tweaks to like the way the the animals look and kind of their physicality. Because I don't know. How great would it be if they end up tweaking stuff so much they just re animated? They just re-release the original movie with new, uh, new voices. overdubbed voices, <laughs> same lines, same score. So, like, you know what? We just we realized the CGI was just the wrong approach. <laughs> um, so you know what? we're gonna do it two D animated, and um, since we already have the old reference, old old movie for reference, we're just gonna use those for reference, and then we're just gonna get, capture our actors' performances. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh man uh yeah that would actually probably do 
better. Although the moment when when Simba goes through puberty it, mid mid uh Matata. I, no it's uh, I just can't wait to be king. Oh, when he goes oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh wait, no no, you're right. It's it, it's uh Hakuna Matata. You're yeah. right. And they're like walking on logs and Oh, cuz that yeah, I can't wait to be king is like one of the early songs yeah, that with they Zazu. do. And then yeah, Gross hot, Zazu. too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Out of service? <laughs> Out of Africa? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, it it will be a cool moment when like, uh, when the the adolescent Simba turns into Donald Glover in the middle of Akuna Matata. Oh yeah, it means no worries. <laughs> but he probably won't sing it like uh like Jonathan when, Taylor Thomas. No, no, that was Matthew Broderick. Oh, it was when he was when he became oh, older, older Simba. Oh, I oldest, didn't know it was older Matthew Simba? Broderick. Yeah, it was Matthew wow. Broderick. Of Godzilla fame and of Inspector Gadget fame. Oh, hell yeah, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, no. No, I loved that movie. It's bad, who, who was but I loved to, it. Who was in Hollywood trying to convince us that Matthew Broderick was a movie star? <laughs> who was that? It's because they're like, Ferris Bueller. It, it worked. Uh, it didn't. I, there, was a point, there was a point in Hollywood history where everyone who kind of looked like Fred Savage was like being pushed on us as a movie star, you know? that like kind of like non-threatening jewish guy with like (laughs) a little too much hair you know matthew broderick was a thing yeah yeah and then then jeff goldblum like doubled down on it was like nah i see you a fred savage and i raise you a jeff goldblum and the rest is history there's only one jeff goldblum that's true um I bet Fred Armisen does a great Jeff Goldblum impression. <laughs> He's got to. He's got to, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like they might be related or something. Jeff Goldblum and Fred Armisen? Yeah. Probably distant. They're like second cousins. I mean, we're all related to, a, to a, you know, if you zoom out far enough. That's true. Just keep going back. Just keep going back. Um, Speaking of uh, keep going back mm-hmm. and, and zooming out... Yep. Uh, did you hear the, the? Well, there's a lot of space news this week. Oh, there's a ton of space news. Uh, but we the gotta big get one. a space person on to talk about space stuff. Yeah, we gotta do that soon. Um, yeah, the big one is that there's the first photo of a black hole. That's true. Uh, I kind of thought it was just gonna be uh, a completely black <laughs> picture, and they were gonna be like, "Light can't escape." So that's what it looks like. You thought like. it was an April Fool's joke? Yeah. I mean, NASA? I guess I guess we're well into April at this point. Yeah. But uh yeah. Uh, it was cool. Yeah, it uh they said it was I forget how big they said it was, but it was like billions of miles across. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was like the width like the diameter is like like a like thousands of suns. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. And then, because uh, there's the zoomed in one that's like just kind of like a fiery, like mm-hmm. Eye of Sauron kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand the reference. Uh, it's a Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a classic uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, I'm not even like a Tolkien nerd, but anyway, uh, a, to- a token nerd, a, to- a token nerd. Uh, but there's a, also a zoomed out one where it's just like fiery stuff, mm-hmm. and then this tiny little black dot. That's that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, yeah, science is crazy. Yeah. You know what's crazy is that the same people who like look at that and are like, oh man, that's that's amazing. That look at that. It's a it's a black hole. Like that's crazy. Like I'm gonna just take that at face value from NASA and just agree that it's a black hole. Those are the same people who are like, 
I don't know about vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Because I feel like with with like anti-vax people or flat earthers, like mm-hmm. if you believe something that gigantic, then everything about the world uh, is against you or has to be. See, no, I don't think I think people like to cherry pick issues that matter to them. Well, but if, I don't want to vaccinate my kids. Therefore, vaccinations aren't real. <laughs> well, no, because the 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 thought with it, I guess it, there's probably a range of people. Yeah. But some of them is like, hey, the man, government is conspiracy trying to keep nut jobs are a spectrum. They're not a monolith. <laughs> all right. Don't 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 do that. Because no, because well, some people think that the vaccines are like the government's way of controlling us. Yeah, and fluoride, flor- and fluoride, yeah, fluoride in the water is turning the frogs gay. Right. <laughs> we should get Alex Jones to come on our podcast. He'd probably do it, right? He doesn't have a platform anymore. Yeah, I think he'd do it. Do you think our numbers would go up or down if we had Alex Jones on our podcast? <laughs> it would. It would spike for mm-hmm. the episode he was on, and then tank everything after mm-hmm. that. You know what's crazy about Alex Jones? A lot of things, but <laughs> you know what the craziest thing he's ever said? Was Ooh. like, I think the craziest thing Alex Jones ever said is that Washington is overrun with interdimensional child molesters. Interdimensional. <laughs> like, think about how nuts that is. <laughs> interdimensional. Like, it would be a crazy conspiracy and a very tumultuous topic to talk about if you said Washington, D.C. is overrun by child molesters. That's like... That's if there's a, any iota statement. of truth to that, they're, 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 it's like, let's open the floodgates and talk about this. Interdimensional? <laughs> it's like, all right, dude. <laughs> it's like, he you lost me. <laughs> like, he couldn't just. Oh, yeah. Alex Jones. What a, what a, what a national treasure. Uh, <laughs> if you can call him a treasure. <laughs> hey, man. <sighs> one man's Alex Jones is another man's treasure. Treasure. <sighs> uh <laughs> I I did see a movie this week though. Oh, what'd you see? Uh, maybe we can save that for the end. Okay, and I'll give you like a, my review of it. Okay. Um, let's get through some other news topics. Um, Bank of America. Oh, a former employer of mine back in the day mm. is raising their over the next two years. They're raising their minimum wage from I believe it's at fifteen dollars right now to twenty dollars an hour. Wow. Yeah. When I was work when I started working there it was twelve dollars an hour. So there you go. Huh. I know like. I think it's L.A. County is now or about to be fifteen dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Um. So the fact that they were, were ahead of that, I guess you don't want like base level people. Like uh, I, I used to work at McDonald's and now I work here. Uh, like you, it, it require there's a are you a shaming certain, are you shaming people that worked at McDonald's? No, but there's a certain skill requirement that you need and like being really good with numbers. I don't know. I don't know if you missed the part where I said I worked at a bank a few years ago. <laughs> I'm trying to compliment you. No, man. It, um, it, all it takes, like it takes to do most jobs is like a dedicated willingness and, you know, um, honesty and like, you know, a bunch of things I don't really possess. And that's why I don't work there anymore. <laughs> and then, well, and then also uh, like, hey, are you going to steal stuff? No. Cool. Are you are you asking me like on on the record? On the record, yes. <laughs> no, I've never stolen from. No, a I'm bank. not asking if you have oh. stolen, but I mean that's a, a job requirement. Is because you're dealing with money all day. Yeah, that's true. But like, 
if there's one thing I learned about working at a bank is there's not enough money in most banks, mm. uh, like cash money in most banks, for it to really change your life if you were to rob the bank. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, hey, man, they started robbing banks in like the 1700s or something like that. I think it, within the last 600 years, they figured out that like if we don't keep a lot of money in the banks, most people won't want to rob it. Right. Well, and I guess now, too, everything's so digital. Yeah. Like, no one carries cash anymore. Like, literally, when I was working at a bank, like, the most cash you have in your drawer is, like, there's, like, a limit you have to keep. It's actually pretty... I mean, if you want to get into it, we can get into it. But uh, get as into a it. teller, as a teller at Bank of America, I think you're allowed to have maybe... Oh, man. I think it's, like, maybe $20,000 in your drawer or $50,000. Whoa. That's maybe, more than I was expecting. Maybe it's less than it's something. It's something like that. And every cat and every cash transaction that you get, like a deposit over, if it's ten thousand dollars or more, uh-huh. you have to fill out like additional paperwork so that the federal government can keep track of it. Like, and then they take that money and put it in like a special bag and like put it in like the safe and so. So it's like it's not even worth. It's not because it's put it to you this way if you rob a bank in modern america you're going to be on the run for the rest of your life the amount of money that's in that bank for you to potentially rob is not worth you being on the run for the rest of your life nor will it accommodate you financially enough for you to be on the run for the rest of your life that money's going to run out very quickly yeah as soon as you try to leave the country yeah there's maybe like a couple million dollars in every bank like a couple million like a couple million maybe that's more than You've seemed to be talking it down. And no, a few that's million. Not a, that's not a lot, though. When you think of like one million dollars, can't even buy you a house in Burbank. <laughs> so it's like, is well, it really if, worth? If you rob a bank, you're probably not going to go buy a house in Burbank. That's true. But if you rob a bank, if you rob a bank, you're you're not going to get a you're not going to get a million dollars because. Wow. Then the police never are gonna, them out. <laughs> you're going to get maybe if you're quick and know how banks work, you can get the total amount that every like teller has in their drawer and mm. get out of there before. I mean, there's armed security there, so you'd have to take them out and, <laughs> and maybe you can get whatever's in everybody's drawer, but I, I doubt it. Yeah. Banks are pretty unrobable at this point, unless you do it electronically. And that's a whole other conversation. I right. mean, you can break, you could probably break into like a, I don't know. Money's all digital and fake anyway, man. Well, money is, I think it's crazy. Well, I think it's crazy now that money is so digital that it's just a number and we go, oh, cool. This number means something. But then also having access. Yeah. That's all it is. Having like physical paper stuff that we all agree, like we want this. Mm -hmm. It's that's the crazy concept. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, man, if you really want like a, a rude awakening, like try taking your money to a place that doesn't accept a dollar. Which is obviously is hard to do nowadays, but like there are places where like the dollar is either so worthless or they just like they have no value for a dollar. Like, what does a dollar buy me? Like, give me some water, you know? Right. <laughs> it's crazy, man. But yeah, banks are banks are really interesting, man. There's all kinds of like regulations in the way they operate that are pretty genius when you think about it. I don't know that I would. Did you feel like there was a lot of pressure? Because in, f- in terms of what? Because uh, you're saying like if there was a deposit of ten thousand dollars or more, mm-hmm. you have to fill out all this paperwork. I feel like I would not be able to take the pressure all the time. You get of used like, to- did you steal stuff? No, you get used to it. Um, 
because at the end of the it, it, at the end of every day, you like you do with most jobs where you work at cash register, you balance your drawer right. um, versus the amount of money that's come in and gone out, and it should be zero um, because the difference should be zero. Um, I was never great at balancing my drawer. Oh, God, I'm like 15k short again. No, no. It would, if it was something like that, you'd be fired immediately. But um, I think it's if it's over a thousand dollars missing, you have to like do a report or something like that. You're telling me you could short at nine hundred dollars, and they'd be like, "Ah, uh, we'll figure it out. Let's, well, no, let's double count it. No, if if it's if it's over like on a logistical level, if it's over like a hundred dollars. Like managers are going to be alerted and it's going to be, we're going to have a conversation, but like it doesn't legally like, or by bank of America standards, there's not like a, like a legal process that has to happen. I believe until it's like a thousand dollars or something like that. But a manager is going to talk to you at a hundred dollars. So I could take 90 out. <laughs> yes. If the I'm 90, just, I'm just trying to see how $90 much can... is worth it to you. <laughs> what well, $90 each time. And they're like, uh, I'm not sure. Hmm. Until like, I don't know. This no, happens it doesn't maybe, work like that. Maybe like five or ten times. <laughs> I, I think you're forgetting. When's the last real job you had? Uh, like non-musician. Uh, 2010, 2011. That makes sense. Because I feel like you're forgetting what workplace environments are like. Well, I mean, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you got to understand, if everybody has to balance their drawer, there's like, there's probably six tellers. Well, in a bank now, there's probably like two because of automation. But when I was working there, there's like mm. six to eight tellers, right? It be- it becomes kind of like a competition, and and they incentivize you to balance your box because if you have perfect balances for like a certain amount of time, you get rewards and stuff like that. Then they don't want you to steal money. So like, or they don't not even steal. They just don't. They wait. don't. They just don't want you to be careless with money. Yeah. So like, it's incentivized for you to balance your your box correctly, and then also like it's a competition. You don't want to be the one guy who can never balance his drawer. And and unfortunately, I was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> as the the one who always had their drawer a mess it sucks mm-hmm. uh did anyone while you were working there get fired or um no. in trouble because of money stuff besides me <laughs> uh i mean there'd be times where people would like not and the crazy thing is your drawer can be thrown out of balance for anything it's not just like oh i dropped a hundred dollar bill somewhere it could be like i I left one zero off of a um, a check that I cashed in the amount or whatever, and now my drawer is short a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Whoa! Like it could be it could be just an input error in like you know what I mean. And so the the first thing they do if you're if you're out of balance like a lot of money is they'll go through because uh, obviously if it, if you're short like ten thousand dollars, it's probably not going to be in your drawer. Like you probably, you didn't just drop two bundles My of hundred dollar bills oh sorry guys here's the ten thousand dollars <laughs> no that's probably not what it is they'll go so through i was like- doing laundry at home and <laughs> i'm so embarrassed i checked my pockets there it was yeah no that that never happens but what they'll do is like they'll check all of like the checks that you've cashed and like make sure that they line up with like what it says in the computer because that happens a lot like you know you you um you look at a check and it's for um you look for the ch- you look at a check and it's for you know, the checks for $1,500, but you only put in 150. 150 into the machine and then you pay the person out $1,500 and now your drawer is short, you know, $1,400 or $1,350. I guess that's better than the opposite. Right. Like, here's a $150 check. Well, it's not, it's not better than the opposite. Well, no, because 
your money. Well, the customer has the money, but yeah. it still sucks for you either way. Your drawer yeah. is still short. Yeah. So, but it's harder to fix because you're not going to track the customer down to be like, um, actually that thirteen. Well, you can actually really. So if it, yeah. So what you would do is if the customer has, it's bad for you if the customer doesn't have an account there, and that's why that's primarily why when you take a check like. Say you don't have a bank account with Bank of America, right? I don't. And you take a check that's drawn on Bank of America, like you get paid for a gig and someone gives you a Bank of America check. Uh-huh. When you take it to Bank of America and cash it, there's a fee. Uh-huh. That fee is to incentivize you to open an account because if you have an account with them, there's recourse for every tra- every check that you cash that's drawn on them. Does that okay. make sense? So what I'm hearing you say is that if I want to scam Bank of America, the best thing to do would be to invent some kind of scam with a Bank of America check that looks like it's for 150 or 1500. Are you t- you talking about check fraud? Yeah, man. <laughs> it happens all the time. You're describing It's a, it's a great way to make money. You're describing pretty basic check fraud. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me I make a check that looks like it says one thing, but it's actually for another thing and I get the money anyway? <laughs> Yeah, man. It's basic counterfeit check. Wait, I don't even have to have a real check. I could just make the check myself. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, it's it's so yeah that can, that can happen. So if you had an account like, and I paid you fifteen hundred, and I should have only given you one fifty, we can debit your account that amount if you have an account. But if with I don't us. have an account. If you don't have an account. There's no way to get it. I hit the road. There's no way to get it. Make you, a new life. You might. Yeah. There's because you can't. I mean, you can't debit it from the the remitters account. Like for from the person who who wrote the check to you like that'd be unethical that's fascinating we're like getting all the way no, into I, I what it's like to work in a bank. most people i mean i think it's interesting we should man we could have done a deep dive on this i know but um i think most people don't ever really think about how banks work and they just kind of i have to have a bank account because i shop online like right. so they don't really understand all that goes into it but there's a lot that goes into it i haven't actually been inside a bank in a long time you don't have to anymore yes yeah. unless like unless you want to make a large withdrawal or you want to cash a check, there's really no reason to go into a bank. Yeah. Or if you want to, even if you want to apply for a loan, you can do that all online now too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what I do with my bank. And you can have an, uh, you can have a robot tell you no instead of a person. (laughs) (laughs) It's somehow, uh, it softens the blow a little bit when it's just a robot that's like no as opposed to, cause you know, it was done with pure logic and and numbers. (laughs) Whereas like a person's kind of judging you. Um, I spend a lot of money. I don't know. I'm sorry. We're just not going to be able to do it right now. You know, the funny thing is, is bank employees like it may when you get denied a loan or do you get denied a credit card or whatever? Don't get mad at the bank employees because they want you to have a credit card. Oh, yeah. Because like, they get bonuses. The bank, if, you, if you're like a, a, if the bank itself classifies you as like a, a risky person, the bank as an institution may not want you to have that credit card because they may feel like. You're going to be reckless with it, but the employee wants you to get that credit card because all those sales are credited to that right. employee. So they, they, if they could make it happen, they would. Right. But they, you know, of course, everyone is slave to the algorithm these days. Mm. Our, our uh, electronic binary overlords. That sounds like a, a, either a cool new album, Slave to the Algorithm. Like a cool new album or a movie. It sounds or... like a cool new album in the year 2001. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like, you know what, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like if you picked up uh, a copy of the the Matrix motion picture soundtrack, like one of the tracks on there is Slave definitely the called Slave to the Algorithm. <laughs> and it's just like the background music that plays when like Neo goes to the club for the first time and meets <laughs> Trinity. Oh, I didn't know the song's called Slave to the Algorithm. That's interesting. Oh, wow. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slave to the algorithm. Do you have any other bank-related questions before we move on? Other bank-related questions. Well, I figured out the best way to uh, get free money, mm-hmm. which is check fraud. <laughs> um, you don't want to. You don't want to commit check fraud. It makes your life a living hell. When you, well, when I'm, you get I'm sure. Um, it's a comedy podcast, Asana. Hey, I'm just serious. letting you know. Comedy, truth is comedy. But in this case, mm-hmm. this comedy is not truth. <laughs> hey, um, I did work at a bank. That's true. Uh, I don't think I have any other bank questions. Good. Moving on. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about banks and That's the fine. inner workings of banks. Well, now you now you can be more responsible with your personal finances. If you want to know about the inner workings of the Apple Store, let me know. <laughs> no desire to know anything about that whatsoever. <laughs> the inner really workings don't. of the Apple Store, circa like nine years ago. Let me know, <laughs> man. Before the iPad, and the iPad launched when I was working there. Oh man, That's I felt cool. I felt pretty cool at the time. I think the the Apple Store should have models in the same way that the Hollister Store does. <laughs> at the front, yeah. it's just like. Just a, like a, a mannequin on their iPhone or like a person, <laughs> like a person, <laughs> like, cause you know, Hollister has like actual people that do that. I haven't been to a Hollister probably ever. Never. You've never walked past one on your way to the van store or something like that in the mall. No, and you wouldn't have gone to the van store. You'd have gone to like, uh, I don't know. Where do you go? Macy's JC Penney's? Yeah. Probably Macy's. Yeah. Or like DSW <laughs> off Broadway. I don't know what that is. It's like a shoe store. Oh. Uh, Pack Sun when I was in high school. Oh, yeah, Pack Sun's cool. Yeah, I had a I had a brief phase where I was like, "What kind of white guy am I? Am I an Etnies white guy?" <laughs> Every white guy has that. Turns out I'm not. <laughs> At least you're not a cowboy boots white guy. Yeah, although you may be now with uh, Old Town Road, that number one on the charts right now. Shout out to Lil Nas X, man. That guy's killing it He's right doing now. It. That song is crazy. Yep. I don't think we gave we gave that song kind of short shrift last week. That song like we <laughs> We talked about it for a while. Did we? Yeah. Dude, that, that song's great. Uh, it's, it's it's a good song. I don't know if it's a good don't song. Don't you don't you dare. I don't know if it's a good What's, song. It's like Smash Mouth, like All Star by Smash Mouth. I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where you you know it's like not great, but you no, love no, it. No, no, no. That's not where I was going with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was going like at first, you're like, oh, I like this ironically, and then the more you listen to it, it's like, no, I don't. This is just a good song. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because there's some songs people listen to, to ironically that are just, it's just because you like it ironically. Okay. Like Baby Shark. People listen to yes. Baby Shark purely ironically because it's a song for toddlers, but like it has like a beat that sounds like it w- it should be for adults. <laughs> yes. But, so people listen to that ironically, and when, and when, pe- when it comes on at the party or the function or whatever, people laugh. When Old Town Road comes on at the party or the function, people legit act like, you know, this is the greatest song in the world. Because it is. <laughs> it has the numbers to prove Verifiably. It. <laughs> Verifiable by Billboard. It's the greatest song in the world as of this week. I guess I, I get what you're saying. I feel the way that you feel about Old Town Road where you're like, uh, this is what you just described. Like, funny like you initially you're like oh this is kind of goofy and then you're like no this is actually great mm-hmm. i feel the same way about the movie roll bounce have you seen that movie the little bow wow movie yes <laughs> why have you seen that movie i love that movie it's so good i don't i don't remember it i've only oh, seen it man. once and it's I was like, like eh. it's like roller skating in the 70s it's good music there's a lot of roller skating 
the it's plot like the, is iffy. It's kind of like the movie Drumline. You know the movie Drumline? Oh, yeah. Like, I want to believe that that movie's a bad movie, but it's, it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, it stars Nick Cannon and Zoe Saldana before she was famous. Yeah, yeah. Jason, uh, what's his name? Jason Mitchell? Jason Weaver from mm. Smart Guy. Oh. Uh... All these Orlando, Orlando, George Bloom. No, not Bloom. Orlando Jones. Orlando, Florida. Orlando Jones. <laughs> and it's got um, a bunch of Universal Earth, Fire Studios, in it. Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about marching bands, and it's very like it takes itself very seriously. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh, this movie has to be bad. But every time I go back and watch, it's like, no, it's movie's great. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. The only bad part about that movie is when like. Uh, it's it's very hit or miss with like how the movie understands like what being a musician is. Yes, and specifically the montage where like he's like, oh, I get drums now. When like he he gets those old like jazz tapes from his dad, and all of a sudden that helps him like understand what rudiments are. Oh, right, right, right. Is is not great. Yeah, he's like, I get I get what they're doing thematically, but like. That's not how it actually works. He's like, he's listening to like smooth jazz, like, <laughs> like basically the Steve Harvey, uh, the Steve Harvey show theme song. And like, he's like playing marching on his practice snare. He's like, oh, I get it now. It's just like, all right. <laughs> Stop pandering to us. Oh, man. But yeah, Drumline's a good movie, man. Did they make a second one of those? Yeah, but it was like a straight-to-DVD movie. Oh, Nick, Nick Cannon, Cannon was wasn't not in it, in it yeah. no. I think like Christina Million was in it. It was just oh. like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that the, that movie spawned a lot of those like similar like style movies about like... Which is crazy because it's a type of movie that doesn't get made anymore. Like Kind of like the black coming-of-age movie. Mm. Like basically american pie for black people like those kinds mm. of movies like those movies don't get made anymore which is interesting but um yeah like <laughs> drumline you got served stomp the yard oh yeah all those movies those are good movies so uh, <coughs> varying some of them are better than others oh yeah of course stomp the yard is hilarious in a good way or in a bad in way? a bad way <laughs> chris brown's in it oh. he like gets murdered in like the first 10 minutes spoiler really? alert for <laughs> stomp the yard yeah they got, was chris brown a big deal when the Oh yeah, that was in like 2000 and probably like probably eight or nine. So Chris Brown was like a huge deal. But ne they, Neo was also in it. But they decided to kill him immediately. Yeah, because like he was. They probably, can't afford him for the whole movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> they can't make. They couldn't afford to make a movie starring Chris Brown. He's like, uh, you know, based on that budget, I can do like. I don't know. Yeah, it five was essentially minutes. a cameo. Like he has an opening dance scene because he basically the whole premise of the movie is like. Uh, Columbus Short, uh, who's the main guy, his he's he's Chris Brown's brother, I think. Anyway, okay, he um, they're about they're both about to go to college, right? Um, or no, they're both about to be like, um, no, they're both about to go to college, something like that. They're both graduating high school, whatever, and they're like they like Chris Brown is like the best dancer in the world in this movie and in real life, uh, in this movie <laughs> and also for real, <laughs> he's like the best dancer in the world, and they go out to some club where he like serves these other guys right and then they like kill him afterwards because that's how seriously they take dancing and wow. uh, they, they shoot him out in the parking lot and because of that columbus shorts like i don't dance anymore you know what i mean like oh, he's like that's the inciting incident right he's movie. like i don't dance anymore and then he goes to college and discovers like 
fraternities and discovers stepping gotcha and, he, and then is convinced to start doing that and that's what the whole movie's about okay it's like drumline but of dancing yes it felt like that yeah, yeah. So, i didn't see it but the from the trailer you don't felt, need to see it you, 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 you get it <laughs> i feel like i did just see it the love interest is like megan good or lauren <laughs> london or something you know one of those one megan of them good is in um roll bounce she's the love is she in really that's yeah. really funny She's uh, also on Cousin Skeeter. Do you remember that show? Cousin Skeeter. You wouldn't have watched it. It was on Nickelodeon, though. Sounds familiar. It was like, you remember when like all that and Keenan and Kel was kind of like on the decline? Uh, that's when I was on the decline with Nickelodeon. Mm. That was probably the last few shows that I watched. So Cousin Skeeter, because a lot of Nickelodeon shows became multi, uh, excuse me, single camera shows. Mm. Um, and Cousin Skeeter was like the fir- one of the first single camera comedy shows I remember on um Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon and it was uh so it was uh what was the guy's name um the guy with the green eyes I can't remember guy you'd know him if you saw him eyes. he's he's in a bunch of black movies but um it was him and Megan Good was like his friend will they won't they like she's kind of nerdy will they won't they bromance like uh-huh. his Topanga to his Corey uh-huh. and uh and you're speaking my language now and they and it was basically like Fresh Prince where they had like a crazy goofy like cousin that came to live with him and it was, mm. became his best friend but that cousin was a puppet voiced by bill bellamy and his name was that's right his name was skeeter. cousin skeeter cousin yes. skeeter yeah that i forgot okay and megan now, good was like a child like she had braces like it was wild now that you said the puppet thing it all clicks and i remember all mm-hmm. of it that's hilarious cousin skeeter man cousin skeeter that's so <laughs> funny remember man. that remember the famous jet jackson oh hell yeah i loved that show. i loved it too it's so good he was essentially uh what's his name uh johnny cage from mortal kombat you remember that uh no do, do you ever play mortal kombat or no. see the movie oh, no well johnny cage is like an he's like a world famous actor and martial artist who oh. gets invited to a real martial arts like basically so jet jackson was like a he plays a secret agent on tv but he's also a real secret agent yeah <laughs> You know, hey, like, he's also just a regular kid. Yeah, like you and me in high school. <laughs> like what? It's the famous Jet Jackson. Jet Jackson. <laughs> you know that guy killed himself. I I was worried you were going to bring that up. Yes, <laughs> that's so sad. I know that. Now he's the infamous Jet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know that because you what, like brought that up recently. What if the reason? I don't even know if I want to go into this bit. <laughs> what if the reason he decided to end it all, right, was because not only was he playing Jet Jacks on TV, so basically his character was a secret agent who was also playing a secret agent on TV, but the guy playing Jet Jackson was not only an actor playing an actor playing an agent who's also an agent, but he was also an agent <laughs> and an actor playing an agent who's also an actor, but also an agent. Whose name is Jeff Johnson. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, And he just like, he just couldn't take it anymore. Like the pressure to maintain all those different like personalities was just too much for him. He's <laughs> like, ah, oh. so he's not only is he, he's a CIA agent, but he's also an actor. Who plays? He just can't keep his. He just can't keep it. Can't keep his story straight. So like he's uh, never mind. This is bits. Good. Is, We're yeah, going too far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. He's like a. He's like interrogating a suspect. <laughs> he's like. He's like, you'll never get me to talk. I don't know why he's French, but he's like, you'll never get me to talk, <laughs> Jeff, Jack, Jeff Johnson. And Jeff Johnson's like, he's like, he's like, I will get you to talk. But after I go to chemistry class, I'm in high school. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? 
And he's like, oh, wait, no, that's a jet. I'm Jeff. Oh! <laughs> that's how he ended it all. Oh, oh man. The famous, the infamous, <laughs> Jeff, the infamous Jeff, Jeff Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> oh, that's the title of this episode. <laughs> the infamous Jeff Johnson. <laughs> Should make that a t-shirt. Oh, Oh, speaking of famous people named Johnson. Hey, <laughs> wait a segue. Here we said we're segueing. We live in Southern California, don't we, Brandon? Yes, we do. We live in Los Angeles County. Yes, we do. Uh, did you hear that? Uh, are you Lakers fan? Oh, I heard something about you're going to have to break this down for me. Magic Johnson. OK, so I know Magic Johnson. How do you know Magic Johnson? Uh, I primarily know Magic Johnson as the retired NBA legend who then was the like cautionary tale about HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then has done a bunch of stuff, is well-respected. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, two years ago he bought the Lakers? Uh, probably around then, yeah. Two, three years ago, maybe. And then they like... Well, he didn't buy the Lakers. He like became the president of the Lakers organization. Okay. So like, there's still like like the Buss family, like uh, Jerry Jeff Buss, Jerry Buss... I forget his first name, but his daughter, Jeannie Buss, is still, like, the controlling owner, but he's, like, the president okay. of the organization. So, okay. like... He's if, heavily if involved. She she owns it, but he's running the show, basically. Okay. And they have not had a good no. run since he So, he joined. was the person who drafted Lonzo Ball. That was, like, a big thing. He was the one who orchestrated the trade for LeBron, like, a lot of things. Okay, okay. Um, so, he, he... and But bigger than that, Magic Johnson is, like, probably the greatest Laker like player to have ever played the game of basketball. Okay. Uh, he's, I don't know if he's necessarily, he's probably the most famous Laker. Did they, he ever play for the Orlando magic? Or is that just coincidence on the name? He might've, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. In my mind, there's a connection there. Well, he's I don't called know magic if... because of the way he passes the ball. Like that was okay. Irving. His name is Irving Johnson, but okay. Um, anyway, he, so he was probably, probably the most famous, um, laker to ever play um he he's also like a huge face in the community of los angeles Mm -hmm. like he owns restaurants and movie theaters Mm -hmm. in like low-income neighborhoods and so he's he's been a big part of the city for a while he owns part of the dodgers he's a he's a big deal um so he's been the president of lakers but a lot of people have been critical of his lakers presidency because they feel like he's made some poor decisions or whatever so he steps down from being the president of the lakers without telling genie bus the oh the team owner because yeah. i know there was like a press conference yeah this week, and he, right? he 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 announced his quitting before telling anyone else to a press conference oh which is kind of sketchy that is <laughs> yeah okay now all of the things i've seen on twitter make sense mm-hmm. uh neil brennan posted a, a funny thing he was like a Magic yes. Johnson just showed the world like how I break up with women via press conference. Right. <laughs> that makes sense now. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, that 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 that's a big deal in Los Angeles news. So. Are you a Lakers fan? I am. Uh, I so I I always say that I don't follow basketball closely enough to uh, honestly call myself a fan of any particular team, mm-hmm. but especially in basketball because I feel like the teams change every three months. <laughs> Right. Uh, so I don't follow it closely enough to call myself a fan, but if there's one team I enjoy watching the most, just because of like nostalgia and where I live, it's Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess you could say I'm a, I'm just a very extremely casual Lakers fan. I gotcha. Don't, I don't. 
I don't argue on behalf of them the way other people right. do, the way I do for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. I'm more right. of a football guy. Gotcha. But even that's hard to keep up with nowadays. But, yeah. Um, so, big LA news. Magic Johnson stepping down. Magic Johnson. Um, talked about the black hole. Um, um, there's other, other space news, if you want to talk about space. Yeah, let's do it. There's two other things. One, um, I think they're still doing it right now as we record this. Israel is trying to land a, a probe on the moon, and they're like live streaming it. I opened up the live stream. It's not what I wanted it to be. It's like a graphical representation of the oh, it's like a, lander it's not going a camera. Down. No, that's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, a few months ago, China landed a thing on the moon too. So lots of moon activity lately. And why? Why are they doing this now? I think like don't they know? Been there, done that, bro. <laughs> That's so 1969, bro. Uh, Here's their late pass. Go you know, straight to the principal's office. You, <laughs> we are going back to the moon, like with people. Uh, to to colonize States. it? I don't think to colonize. But yeah, it doesn't like, seem very do more inhabitable. No, for it's people. very dusty. Yeah, and small and cold and not very temperate. And also like no on. atmosphere. Yeah. They don't even have movie theaters. There's no water there. They probably don't have reception up there. No, not at all. I bet T-Mobile's not up there at all. Verizon's definitely up there. <laughs> Their coverage is amazing. <laughs> but you pay a premium for it, so... Yo, that would, be, that would be the craziest flex in the whole world if, like, Verizon, like, <laughs> sponsored the space probe to go up there. It's so attached to it was, like, a cell phone tower. So that one now, when they do commercials showing their the map of their coverage, it's, like, all the United States in red and the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the craziest flex in the world. It actually, actually it'd be the craziest flex <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> Out of this world. Yeah. Do you remember there was a beer company that like they were gonna do a promo where they projected like their logo onto the moon? There's not a, a light source powerful enough right. on Earth to make that happen. But that and was this the was thing. probably in 1997. Yes, it was. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the. Uh, I want to say Rolling Rock, maybe. I feel like it was an image of a horse or something, but they wanted to project it on the moon and they, no, you're thinking of the little Nas X album cover. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Uh, I'm going to take my horse to the old moon road. It all comes back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they pissed off a lot of people, but yeah, that's not possible to do. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not possible. <laughs> You'd have to have something brighter near, than the sun, right <laughs> near the brightness of the sun to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the other space news I read this morning, um, uh, astronaut Scott Kelly, he spent almost a year in space and they brought him back and they've been studying him. And the fascinating thing is he has an identical twin brother who was here the whole time. And Scott so they, Peterson. <laughs> no, you know who Scott Peterson no, is? Scott Peterson. Scott Peterson's that guy who murdered his wife. Like it was like a big case, like in, in Southern California, like maybe remember Lacey Peterson. She like went missing for a long time, and everyone was like, "We the husband did it. Like we know he did it." And he was what like, "No, was I this? this was like 1999, maybe." Oh yeah, I wasn't in California then. Oh, That's it why. was a huge deal. It was oh. like a big case in L.A. because it was like a, I forget why, but like she went missing, and everyone was looking for Lacey Peterson. Lacey Peterson. Oh. That's all you hear. And it, <laughs> and at the at the end of the day, it was like, "No, nah, the husband did it." <laughs> like they figured it out. They were like, "Ah, oh, he did it." Ah, oh, yeah. But it was one of those like, "Where did she go? She vanished into thin air." Cases, and then like eventually they found the body, and like he did it. It uh, was Scott, pretty uh, Scott straightforward. Peterson. Yeah. Well, Scott Kelly, mm -hmm. uh, 
they have compared him to his identical twin brother. And he's younger now. Uh, <laughs> I wish that could be the twist. And man, that's uh, what you call it. That's uh, he's younger than his like twin brother. That that would be relativity, right? Yeah. Or no, he'd be older, right? Is that how I it works? I don't know how relativity works. He Relati- didn't go in a black hole. It was just a space station. Well, relativity works like the further, <laughs> the closer you get to an object of large mass, the slower slower time, time goes for you. Based on the movie Incep- or, uh, Interstellar. Ince- Inception, Inception. <laughs> uh, no, then that means he would be younger. Yeah, he'd be a lot younger than his twin brother. Oh, well, like is that who took the picture of the black hole? He was just driving by. It was like, hey guys, with uh, his phone. Yeah, I'm up here. He's, He's like, like, hey, hey, uh, Houston. Hey Houston, there's a. Uh, I'm on my way back from wherever I was, and there's a black <laughs> hole right here. Do you want me to? Uh, I got my Polaroid. Do you want me to just snag a quick <laughs> that, one? That's why it's all like grainy and <laughs> yeah. uh, out of focus. If he would have just taken it with his iPhone, we'd have had a great picture of a black <laughs> hole. But he took it with his Polaroid because he's a. He loves nostalgia. <laughs> it's one of those silver, like chunky Polaroids. Remember those? Oh yeah. Like it opens like a. Yeah, the whole like flash yeah. flap up top. Yeah, I love all that '90s crap. Uh, um, but so he's not younger. He's talking to Houston in like a with like a like a talk boy from Home Alone. He's like he's like hey Houston. He's like uh, he's like hey Houston. This is uh this is uh Scott Kelly. No, this, his name is Scott it's, Kelly. Yeah. Hey Houston, this is Peter Kelly, the father. <laughs> The father, the man's deep cut Home Alone, oh. Home Alone references right there. We got to do a Home Alone deep dive because those, the first two movies are the greatest movies ever made. The third one, they're Macaulay like they're like comedies on. directed by Martin Scorsese, <laughs> <laughs> is what they are. Well, I'm, I'm they're like they're like now. kids movies directed by Martin Scorsese. So they're kids movies, but they're horrifying and terrible. They are and violent if you th- <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah. It is pretty wild. Like when you think when you go back and watch those movies, you're like, "Who is this for?" Like if I was six <laughs> years old and wa- if I was the age of Kevin McAllister in that movie and I was watching Home Alone, I'd be terrified. Yeah, of everything, I'd be traumatized. You see a man's skeleton when he gets electrocuted, <laughs> and it's played for laughs. Nail through the foot, <laughs> burn a man's hair off, all the way down to the scalp. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> What a crazy crazy movie. It's like he gets stranded from his family and he's happy about it. Like He he walks into transvestites on the street. Like, it's a crazy movie. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? He's like, it's at night. It's in number. It's in the second one where he's like, but it's before he gets in the cab. And he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, they're like, hey, baby. And like, like they're like prostitutes or whatever. And they're like, clearly men. But they say that to a uh, yeah, what he's is like, clearly like, like a nine year old, old yeah. child, and yeah. then he gets in a cab, and then he's like, "Geez, it's scary out there." And the cab driver turns around, his face is all crazy, and he's like, "It don't get much better in here, kid." Dude, I could quote these movies from start to finish with my eyes. Closed. I'm amazed at your memory. Only when it comes to like pop culture, niche stuff. pop culture, yeah. and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I can't remember what I did yesterday to save my life. Yeah, I remember the Pythagorean theorem though. Well, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. All right, calm down. That's, you that's, went to private that's basic school. stuff. I did not go to private school. <laughs> but you went to school in the Northwest, you which is basically a... <laughs> private school. If you would have gone to school in L.A. County, you'd understand. Whatever, man. You worked at a bank. So? I don't work there anymore. That tells you a lot about my experience there. 
I guess. Yeah, I was the bank life was not for me. How long did you work there? Oh, Sir, we're talking about banks again. <laughs> like a year? I was uh-huh. not happy. Like I, I didn't I don't enjoy wearing a suit, so like I would like try to bend the the uh the fashion or not fashion, that's the uniform rules as mm. much as possible. I'd wear like Sperry's. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was not allowed. <laughs> did you uh get fired for graffitiing um like really creative uh pieces of art around the around the bank? No, mostly I would just graffiti like da- you, like, wait, ask me why. Why? Because then you turn it to Banksy, right? Oh, okay, right. okay. You know what? Let's go. Let's roll back. Let's roll back and all ed- I'll right. edit it out. All right, it's please fine. do. All right, where were we talking about? Oh yeah, Scott Kelly. Scott Kelly. Uh-huh. Uh, his DNA and the like, brother of Grace Kelly. The bu- <laughs> what? <laughs> Look, it's just so hard to get out. This is like a 10 minute thing. It's so hard to get it out. They compared him to his his identical twin brother who's been on Earth the whole time. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> his twin brothers, wait for it, R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey man, I know you've been living in isolation in space for the last couple of years, but uh, your life is still way much better than what's going on, going on with your brother right now. <laughs> It turns from like, uh, like oh, uh, the DNA uh, chromosomes Dude. are doing interesting things to just focus specifically on his brother who's been here on Earth. He's and like, is- like, he's literally discovered life on other planets, but like no one cares because his brother is R. Kelly. He's like, they're like, uh, so they're, they're introducing, he's about to win the Nobel Prize for science. And they're introducing him in Switzerland. And they're like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm, I'm thinking that's a Swiss accent, right? Yeah, Lati- ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome back to talk about his amazing discoveries. He has located life outside of our solar system and is surprisingly five years younger than he would have been when he left. This is crazy. Everyone, he's going to change. I'm slipping into Dr. Evil. You are. This is this is crazy, number two. Uh, no, this is very crazy, and he's going to uh, share all of his findings. Oh, yeah, and by the way, he's R. Kelly's twin brother. Everyone's like, oh! And he's like, all the cameras turn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, uh, he's like, he looks exactly like R. Kelly, except he has like a, you know, like an Air Force haircut and like glasses. But it is R. Kelly, but it looks like R. Kelly in costume. And he's like, and he's like, he, he's perfectly articulate and intelligent, like the opposite. He's, he's like, hi, uh, hi, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so glad to be back for my travels. Uh, yeah, I have some very interesting news. Talk about R. Kelly. Uh, I mean, I have really compelling news about life on other planets i mean we have visual confirmation why did he do it <laughs> he's like look guys i I, do, I hope i don't know why they said the thing about my brother i really am not here to talk about that <laughs> the funny thing is uh if you knew what scott kelly looked like this makes it extra funny. he's a he's an astronaut i know exactly what he looks like <laughs> there's only been like a hundred of you know what i mean like I know what he looks like. I know exactly what he looks like. He lo- can I can I describe him to you? Yes. All right. Scott Kelly is he's probably like tall and lanky. He's actually sh- kind of short. Is he really? But he's lanky. Okay. Yeah. He's short, lanky. Short, short, and lanky. <laughs> short and lanky. Yeah. So because he, he has to be. You have to be lanky if you're an astronaut. You can't be all bulky taking up all the room in the cockpit or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't be bumping in everyone's shoulders every time you move. I'd be a terrible astronaut. But I guarantee you, he's probably he's a white guy. He he looks like 
he might have been in the military, but a long time ago, <laughs> and he might have been in. You know, he he look he looks like he's in he was in good shape like ten years ago, and it wasn't like good shape like he lifted weights. It was good shape like he swam ten miles every day, like that kind of in shape. He probably wears glasses sometimes. Yep. Uh, yeah, man. What, I mean, about, what, what about, about the hair? Oh, it's like uh, this is a trick question. I I think he's if he's an astronaut, he's probably older, so he he's is. probably balding. He's totally bald. Like yeah, he that makes sense. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's a small, bald, very pale white man. <laughs> I'm gonna Google him while you talk. Okay, keep going, Scott. Uh, just exact opposite of R. Kelly. I mean, um, they're both bald. Uh, yeah, but R. Kelly's also very tall. Anyway, actually, R. Kelly's not really bald right now, but yeah. Um, all kinds of interesting things. He's like slower at, at uh, thinking exercises and like cognition tests. Uh. His DNA has started like breaking down, uh, but then as soon as they got him back on Earth, he like rebounded really quickly, like Superman. Yeah. So space like really messed him up, and then they brought him back to Earth. And like, what do they think that it was? Out. The radiation? Yeah, or- like the radiation, oh. and then the no gravity, and then like isolation, because you don't have a ton of space. Yeah. I- ironically, <laughs> you don't have a lot of space to move around. Um, but yeah, hmm. and then. He's also five years younger. It's crazy. Imagine what it takes. You know, it's funny. We all think of like the word space station. So when we think of the International Space Station, we think of like Xenon Girl, the 21st century. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I think of. My supernova girl. <laughs> yeah, man. I had a childhood too. Um, oh. We think of like basically like <laughs> we think of like. Uh, <laughs> We think of like high schools, but in space, like we think of like these big cavernous hallways and like giant rooms, but like the international space station is like, it's like, it's like as big as this room. Yeah. It's it's like being inside a minivan, you know, it's like (laughs) that you can't get out of, you have to pee and yeah. And you're like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me everywhere you go. Yeah. I'm going to stick my, uh, my butthole on this vacuum and. (laughs) Please, please don't make eye contact. Please don't look. Please try to ignore the sound. I know it's it's cramped in here, but (laughs) oh Uh, man, yeah, it's it's pretty torturous. Uh, Speaking of torturous, this is a loose segue. It's not as strong as as yours. Uh, Did you hear the news today about uh, an a high profile arrest that was made? Oh yeah. uh, Um. Uh, Julian Assange. Julian Assange, yeah. Yeah. He's I Julian Assange the DJ. <laughs> Hit me up on Instagram at Julian Assange the DJ. Uh, he's been speaking of being in small spaces for long periods of time. He's been in the Ecuadorian embassy in Britain for seven years. So is he? Is he the one played by uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes, yeah, he yeah. the Benedict Cumberbatch guy. Yeah. Well, so he's not the he's not the Joseph Gordon-Levitt guy. Is the other one? Uh, you're t- thinking of Edward Snowden. Yes, gotcha. <laughs> correct. So he's okay. So he's not Edward Snowden. He's, he's not the attractive one. He's the correct. <laughs> All right, gotcha. He's the like white. He's not the one you want to make a movie about. <laughs> correct. He's the white-haired European. Uh, the guy type of guy who looks like he did whatever he's being convicted of doing. Oh, yes. <laughs> the guy who looks like a hacker. No, yes. um so what so I personally don't know a lot about like 
WikiLeaks and like all that stuff and what that and whistleblowers. I've heard these terms a lot on Joe yeah. Rogan, but uh, I don't really know what <laughs> I don't really know what like those guys did. Yeah, like to me, like <laughs> whenever I hear the the name Edward Snowden, I just like I think of the movie The Social Network, and I know that they're not like <laughs> no not. Not related at all. So what did these guys do? Why why are they wanted so much okay, by which, the which one do you want first? Edward Snowden or um So they're not Jul- like partners. Julian they're not the like DJ. partners. No. They're not involved. They did similar things, but Julian Assange on a much larger scale. Okay, what did he do? Julian Assange Let me just tell you right now, my Facebook is very divided. Some people are like Glad they got that traitor, and then other people are yeah. like, "Man, this is this is such a, a a solemn day for people who value freedom." Yes. So yeah. what? So what's the? So Julian Assange. Uh, so because of that, I thought both of these guys were mass shooters. <laughs> <laughs> you like Facebook is divided about this. This guy probably yeah. Based people. on those two different conversation points of view that existed, I thought this guy this guy's obviously a mass shooter. <laughs> <laughs> one side is really happy that they got a monster who committed crimes the other side is super bummed that this means their freedoms are going to be infringed upon <laughs> they say now is not a time to politicize this yeah. uh he made i think he's the founder of wikileaks and the main guy and WikiLeaks, wikileaks is not wikipedia no it shares the wiki part what does wiki mean Wiki is like because uh, I know Wiki from the the beginning of Wiki the Wild West. Wiki Wild West, exactly. So what is <laughs> for those of us who aren't weird Will Smith fans? Jim West, Desperado, <laughs> Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. Oh man, I don't like it. <laughs> Just for the look, I don't like it. That's a different song. That is, is but it? it could be. It could be the same song. We don't know. At, what's your what what's your favorite Will Smith from a movie song? From a movie, that one. Wild Wild West? For sure. Yeah. I'm I could, more of, I could rap the whole first verse for you right now. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to not do that. Thank you. I think I like I think Men in Black is my favorite one. Here comes the Men in Black. Men in Black. Yep. I think that's a great song. Did you like the nod your head black suits coming from the sequel? Uh, nod your I don't head. know if I know it. The black suits come in. Nod your head. I was much more personally into Wild Wild West as a movie. Why is that? Then you're a huge Kenneth Branagh fan. Uh, who's Kenneth Branagh? He plays uh uh what's his name? The guy in the wheelchair. Oh, he's also in like he's yeah. Kenneth Branagh, dude. He's in like he's in a lot of stuff. He's a director. See, you know, you he know directed, so many things. He directed Captain America: Civil War. Oh. But he's also like an actor. He's in a lot oh. of different things. He played Hamlet in a version of Hamlet from like the nineties before. I think it was you. Okay, you are <laughs> saying you like you don't know what a wiki is. You are a wiki. Of just a wiki is just like a repository of information. So there's oh. like the Star Wars wiki. Like it's an official thing where people like, and it's like users can submit stuff. Same thing with Wikipedia. Uh, and so WikiLeaks is things that have been leaked, and it's a giant thing. So you are a, a human wiki, if you will. Hmm. All right, uh, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, and so Hassan Wiki Williams. Br- br- <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? <laughs> With your last name, Wiki Williams, so it just calls back to Wild Wild West. That's great. Yeah, it sounds like Ricky Williams, the uh, the running back from the Miami Dolphins. Sounds like Ricky Lake, the Ricky <laughs> Lake. <laughs> the 90s. You, remember, you remember Ricky Lake? Oh yeah. Remember uh, what was the, who was the other white lady with the blonde hair? Jenny uh, Jones. Remember Jenny Jones? Jones? She was ah. like the she was like the rival to Ricky Lake. Oh, okay. Because Ricky Lake was the more like 
you know, like she's brunette, kind of kind of chubby. Like I was firmly hashtag Team Ricky. So. Yeah, Ricky Lake was like, she's she, you know, she's your she's your girlfriend from work, or like <laughs> you're like, you know what I mean? Like, let's go get wine after work on Friday. That was Ricky Lake, and Jenny Jones was like. Jenny Jones was like your mother-in-law, you know? Oh, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, exactly. If you're listening to this, my mother-in-law, I love you. Nah, man. Why are you uh, Why are you blinking so hard <laughs> with one eye? <laughs> oh, you're winking. Oh, okay, gotcha. She doesn't listen to this, yeah, for I'm sure. sure Let's she hope doesn't. not. Yeah. She would have dropped out by this point. Yeah. Uh, and so, WikiLeaks, uh, Julian Assange. Uh-huh. Uh, the DJ. He, as Julian Assange, the DJ, made WikiLeaks which has leaked a lot of different information, some for like secret government projects or organizations. And in some cases, like the names and home addresses of agents or police officers or uh, various government officials. And what's the, what's the, the motive behind the leaks? I think, and I don't know, but I think the whole motive, Should we just call him. Yeah. You want, you got his number? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's being held at what the County jail in, uh, <laughs> In New York, somewhere, um, he's—they probably are going to extradite him to the U.S., but mm. uh, to face various crimes. Um, but anyway, uh, I think it's a little more just like stop giant government tyranny and like mm-hmm. government transparency. Yeah, like one of those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward Snowden, on the other hand, is a much smaller scale. Edward Snowden hands. It- <laughs> that's so stupid yeah um but i'm laughing uh edward snowden hands worked at the nsa or edward edward snowdenheim who's the king of earth realm in thor ragnarok (laughs) because earth in the thor uh mythology is called jodenheim oh so edward snowdenheim is a deep cut comic book stuff for you (laughs) For those of you who Another appreciate deep it. guts today. Yeah. Uh, Edward Snowdenheim. <laughs> Min hands. Uh, oh, Edward Snowdenheim Snowden- steamroller. No. <laughs> Edward Snowdenheimer Smith. Da 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 da. <laughs> Edward Snowdenheimer John Smith. John Jacob. Edward Snowdenheim and Smith. His name is my name too. Right? Yes. Whenever yes. we go That's out, same guy. the people go here and shout. There, there goes John, John Jacob, Jacob Edward Snowden. Okay. So John <laughs> Jacob Edward Snowden Schmidt. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the beginning of a joke. So, <laughs> the beginning? Yeah. So, the infamous Jeff Johnson, <laughs> R. Kelly's twin brother, and John Jacob Edward Snowden Hyman Smith walk into a bar, right? <laughs> like, what? All right. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. So, what did, okay. Ed- oh, sorry. What did Edward Snowden do? Edward Snowden, uh, are you familiar with the NSA? Like on a personal level? No, but do you know what the NSA... The National Security Administration. Yes, and like it was a whole thing that was exposed. Now, do they only handle... Uh, I know you're not probably not the expert, but do you, is that an agency des- uh, established to specifically prevent against cybercrime? Or did they exist before that and they were just worried about other kinds of security? Um, I don't... Because there's, the a... there's the Department of Homeland Security. Right. And then there's the National Security Administration. What's the difference? All I know about the NSA is that they were running like a whole secret 
um, operation, which was like using people's online stuff and social profiles and trying to get back doors through um, other big companies to spy on people. Sounds sexy. (laughs) To spy on U.S. citizens uh, for like anti-terrorism, but violating all kinds of privacy laws. Until the Patriot Act. Uh, Which made it completely illegal for them to do it. Well, it's like the Patriot Act on on steroids. Uh-huh. Uh, and so Edward Snowden exposed all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he worked there and was like, I don't feel good about us doing this and people not knowing. So he like copied thousands and thousands and thousands of files. I don't know if WikiLeaks is involved, but then he fled to out the, outside the country mm-hmm. and then started. No, WikiLeaks wasn't involved because he started leaking it directly to reporters. And then now he lives in Russia. Mm, hanging out with Vladimir Putin. Hanging out with Vlad. I'm sure he's yeah. That's the difference. <laughs> okay. And how so I also saw something that the timing of the Julian Assange arrest is is um kind of fishy because I guess there's some international hootie ha going on between the United States and Ecuador right Hootie-ha? now. Hootie ha? Yeah. Is that a technical term? Yeah. Okay. Or hubbub. There's some kind of like international like trade oh, I don't or know. like international something going on. I think like the United States just stopped funding or something to Ecuador or something like that. Oh, I don't know. And some people are theorizing that maybe it was like in a you know in a threat basically to make them give up Julian Assange. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know enough about it to. All I know is that he's been living in the Ecuadorian embassy in the UK for mm-hmm. seven years, and today they just went no let's go get him and they just dragged him out yeah uh they like they got permission and they just went in and dragged him out i think that's crazy though that he can just be like as long as i'm in this building it's like (laughs) tag when you're a kid Mm -hmm. as long as i'm in this building you can't get me yeah and it worked for seven years yeah it's crazy which is is crazy to think that like countries have embassies in other places like it's just kind of Oh, that that idea is kind of wild. Hey, look, I know this building is in the middle of, like, the heart of your sovereign nation, but uh, when people are in there, they're in our country, all right? right. That's Deal our base. It. Deal with it. <laughs> it's like, uh, all right. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, that's... What do embassies, like, do? Embass for people? I don't know. I think that's the, like, if you were... Uh, if you were traveling abroad, you would go to the U.S. Embassy, mm. and you can speak to, like, Americans about American business. Like, hey, I need to get back to the country. So you don't have to talk to any can dirty you? Europeans? Exactly. Great. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Find me someone who speaks English. <laughs> Great. If there's, like, passport issues or, like, that kind of stuff. Or if you just really don't want to talk to any dirty Europeans. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. I need someone who speaks English. <laughs> no one around here talks American? <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll have to see what ends up happening to him. Yes. Um, I only have one other thing to talk to you about, but I know you also saw a movie this week. I did see a movie this week. So um, uh, so the only other thing is, uh, I have a new favorite Instagram account that I've been following. Uh, Preachers and Sneakers? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's great. I, I love it so much. For those who don't know, it's an Instagram account called Preachers in Sneakers, and it's, uh... With an N. In just, just Sneakers. N. Uh... And someone has just reposting uh, preachers and like 
uh, worship leaders and just people in like Christian churches, uh, predominantly the United States, but not exclusively to the United States, who like wear outlandishly expensive t- uh, tennis shoes and it'll be while a picture, on stage. Yeah, it'll be a picture like from the official accounts of either the person or the church and side then- by side with like the Amazon purchase window of whatever shoes they're wearing. And it's ridiculous. Or like an auction site. Yeah. It'll be like $5,000 for these pair of shoes. Yeah, And the captions are really funny too. Yeah. Oh, what I love great. is that the guy just presents it and is just like, it's not hey. a hard editorial. Either yeah. Way. It's just like, Hey, I mean, here's- it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, Hey, here's these shoes and here's how much they cost. Yeah. Here. Here, internet, and then the comments, they'll have like a thousand comments on it. Yeah, it's really Because people are going back and forth. Yeah, some of these pastors, man, their shoe collections are crazy. Yeah. Like that uh, Chad Veach guy? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. He, man, he's some guy, and <laughs> his collection is crazy. Yeah. Like, really exclusive stuff. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we gotta start preaching. But, <laughs> seriously. Uh, yeah. Just going through the, the comments section that's the most interesting part to me mm-hmm. uh because seeing both sides of the debate mm-hmm. and people are like so fired up about it that's really I, funny yeah yeah it's a great instagram account have you ever been a sneakers guy um i tried to be like in like in high school and stuff but that was never really my thing i tried to be in college yeah i watched a documentary called just for kicks oh man it was all about like sneakerheads, mm-hmm. and i was like i'm gonna get into sneakers yeah because yeah. well because i'm like a fat guy so like I, I'm not gonna get into clothes. I'm not gonna get into pants. <laughs> Designer jeans are out the window. <laughs> Just the stuff on the ends, yeah. the hat or the sneakers. The stuff that doesn't get bigger no matter how much food you eat. Exactly. I'm a glove guy. <laughs> um, uh, That's know, why I was so stoked about the recent surgence of interesting socks. I don't know if surgence is a word. Resurgence? <laughs> what? The recent surgence? The recent surge. The recent insurgence. Insurgence. <laughs> um, I've always been fascinated, and I do keep up with sneaker culture. I just don't buy into it. I like. I don't participate into it because I one, I'm broke, and two, like it's just not really my thing. Yeah. Um, but I do enjoy sneaker culture, and I do keep up with it. So like, I I usually will know like where sneakers going. Like, what are the new hot the new hotness, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, I, I typically don't um, splurge. I'm pretty much a Vans guy. Yeah. Through and through. I, 90% of the time. Are these new Vans? These are not new. They're old. I just rarely wear them because they're crazy colors. Uh, did you get them from the Justin Timberlake Man in the Woods tour? I got them from uh, Bass Pro Shops, actually. <laughs> they did a, a partnership with Vans. We need to explain to the listener because they can't see. Their... Oh, yeah. They're like camo. Uh, they're like the camo vans authentics, uh, but I took the white laces out and put like hun- right. <laughs> hunter hunter vis- vis- high visibility orange laces in them, so they look like I got them from Bass Pro Shops. I like them. It's funny. All I see are laces. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because you're colorblind. You can't see the color green. <laughs> <laughs> you're like what? <laughs> I'm like Brandon. What color is that grass right there? Grass? <laughs> I don't see anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what movie did you see this week? Oh, that's right. Um, I went and saw a movie called Shazam. Is that the follow-up to the <laughs> the Kazam Shaquille O'Neal movie? Yeah. No, it was not. Shazam is very different. That was low-hanging fruit. I'm sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't have. Please don't. You can be excused. I'll take it from here. All right. <laughs> um, Shazam is. Have you ever heard of Shazam the character? No. So I sh- did n- not as a joke. I did 
several times have to look up if it's related to Kazam. Mm. Because no, no, I've never heard of it. Okay. So Shazam, Shazam was a, um, I believe, I could be wrong about this detail, but I believe Shazam started as a Marvel character. Really? Um, No, no, no. Sorry. I don't know if it was Marvel, but it was like another comics company because Shazam is now a DC character. Right. But it was another comic book company had a character that was basically a ripoff of Superman and it was intentionally designed to be that. Gotcha. Um, And the character was called Captain Marvel. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, So um, DC was like, you cannot have this character because it's basically superman this is a ripoff and also uh marvel's like well, what marvel hadn't been a thing yet so oh, okay dc was like you can't do this like we're suing you and we're gonna take this character from you so they they basically sued the company like to basically the company was like fine you can have the character whatever um so they took the character it's called captain marvel once marvel marvel then buys marvel then becomes marvel comics becomes a thing and they buy the trademark for anything saying Marvel in the name. Mm-hmm. So now DC can't print comic books called Marvel. But they can still use the name. So the comic book was called Shazam because the name of the wizard that he gets his powers from is Shazam. But the character is still called Captain Marvel <laughs> for years. Oh. Uh-huh. And then, and I think it was, man, pretty recently that they actually started calling the character Billy Batson, like, actually calling him Shazam. But for oh, a long okay. time, the character was still called Captain Marvel. So um, branding wise, they can't say Captain Marvel. But as soon as you crack open the comic book, right, there's says, a guy named so Captain like, Marvel. The first uh, Injustice game, uh, which is like a DC character fighting game, I believe Shazam is in that game and he's called Captain Marvel. Okay, because that came out like years ago. But I think they've since changed it. Um, so now the character is just called Shazam. Um, so anyway, that's the kind of the. So basically the the premise of the of the character is he's a young boy who he's like 14 and he's a human boy. A human boy. And he meets this wizard named Shazam who's like this last of seven eternals or whatever and he, played by Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> and Shazam grants Billy Batson this boy his powers and uh it the 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 powers basically do two things. The powers one they manifest so he when he says the name Shazam, it brings him to his fullest potential, and uh, but that means it makes him an adult. Oh, oh! Okay. So when he says Shazam, he turns into uh, a thirty-year-old man, basically. Who is hashtag on his hustle? Who gets up, meditates every morning? Yeah, basically his fullest potential. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It Listens to him- Joe Rogan <laughs> while he's at the gym on the elliptical. Yeah, Shazam, okay. Shazam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, he just gives him a bunch of uh, a bunch of mindfulness exercises to do every morning. He's like, "All right, now if you say my name Shazam and then reflect on times where you've been grateful in your life, you'll be the best version of yourself." Uh, and work out every day. Uh, uh, yeah. So, um, so he is a little kid. He's a little kid but, who's also a grown man. Yeah, but he's only a grown man when he says Shazam and, and turns into the hero version. And um, that's but he, interesting. Yeah, but it's not like. He's dressed as a kid and he says Shazam and he's just, oh, now I'm a grown man in these same clothes. Like he becomes this hero of himself. So like the costume changes and everything. So it's, it's magic. It's not like, it's not this weird pseudoscience. Like, so it's like an exaggerated big. 
Yeah, it's like it's like big with superheroes, basically. Except he can revert back whenever he wants. It's not like except the wizard's name like is Shazam instead of Zoltan. Yes, Zoltar. Okay. Zoltar. Excuse Zoltar me. Machine. Please, please. Big is one of my favorite movies of all time. We talked about I know. some of my I'm favorite sorry. movies of I'm all sorry. time today. This is crazy. But yeah, so the movie, um, the movie's good. I would give it like a. It's like on par for me, or slightly above uh, Aquaman. Like oh, in terms that's of not quality, a great compliment. Is no, it? Aquaman was great. Have oh, you seen Aquaman? Okay. No, no, I just good. heard not great things from who? A lot of people. Like who? Uh, my brother. Which one? Ryan. Uh, the wolf. Then yeah. <laughs> has Keaton seen it? Keaton is not his name. His name is <laughs> has Ke- has Keaton seen it? Keaton's not his name. Has he seen it? No, he hasn't seen if it. If he's seen it, he'd probably like it. Yeah, he's a little less rigid. He is also into like going to the gym and stuff. And, yeah, like, man, he'd love swole. he'd love Aquaman. It's all about Aquaman is all about some greased up man muscles. <laughs> it's all about it. Um, no, Shazam was good. Um, it was it's a very earnest like like in the sense that there's like a goofy guy who like hangs around kids and he dresses like for the outdoors like Ernest. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, there's a uh, it's a very earnest kind of like mushy kind of family movie uh-huh. about like believing in yourself but also like believing in your family it's essentially fast and the furious but <laughs> fast and the furious you know because they're all about family I'm... dude you need to see more movies you're not getting any of my references wait vin diesel's in it like no man i saw the first one uh the first one's not really hashtag family the way the other ones are yeah. um in in one of the sequels he literally says i don't got friends i got family Vin Diesel says yeah. that. Oh man! Pretty soon in those movies, he's just gonna be like, "I am Groot." <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. Sorry. No, uh, I'm Jeff Johnson. Wait. No. <laughs> yeah, he just kills himself. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh man. Uh. So yeah, it's good. The only, the only, I think problem I had with the movie is like one. I think it's unnecessarily like dark and kind of violent dark oh yeah there's some like dark elements to it like unnecessarily and the movie's kind of unnecessarily violent in the spots um and then also like you never really because the character of billy batson is like this kid who's like uh on the run because he's like an orphan and he's trying to find his mom but so he doesn't want to stay with these foster families they keep putting him in so he's kind of like a delinquent kind of and he's very like down and kind of morose and just kind of like no one loves me blah 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 but like zachary levi from chuck you know zachary levi mm-hmm. uh he plays the shazam version of the kid yeah and he's having a ton of fun and he's playing a kid in a superhero's body effectively but he's not playing that kid because uh. he loses all of the kid's angst and is just being goofy and so, like, the the kid version of Shazam and the Zachary Levi version of Shazam never really feel like the same person. Let me ask you a, a, a semantics question. So, we have... Uh, There's no character named Samantha. Oh, okay. You're then, thinking of uh, Sex and the City. <laughs> and yes, Zachary Levi Shazam is totally the Samantha of the movie. <laughs> so, you have this little kid. He says Shazam. Uh-huh. He achieves his fullest potential, uh-huh. which is, like, the most 2019... Uh, Instagram uh, uh-huh. premise for a movie. What brings him back down to being a kid? He says Shazam again. Could he just he never say on. Shazam again? Yeah. And live a totally normal life? Yeah, but why would you? Because why would you want to step away from your fullest potential? And have super... Uh, 
because that's not who he really is. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's his, think about if it, it's th- his fullest potential. Why not? Why don't you want to be at your that, fullest potential a, every that, morning? Well, that, live every day like it's your last, son. Well, that's not that's not what live life, in the now. That's not what life is. Sometimes life sucks and it's hard. Live in the now, man. No, the now sometimes is hard. Yeah, and live in it. That's what she said. All I'm saying is, uh, no, I don't think anyone would want to live as Zachary Levi for the rest of their life. Not even Zachary Levi. <laughs> Not even Zachary Levi. <laughs> this is a bit much. I'm going to go back to being a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's cool. And he, the powers he has are like, uh, they're like named after like, um, like classic literary characters kind of. So he has like the wisdom of Solomon, like King Solomon or whatever. Yeah. Then he has like the, then he has like, uh the 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 strength of hercules and the the flight of whoever perseus or whoever you know mm. and he has all these so but it's basically superman's powers oh. but with like lightning he can shoot lightning from his hands is he also allergic to kryptonite i don't know i don't think so i don't know that you would say he's allergic superman <laughs> i think that severely <laughs> underplays his reaction to it <laughs> That's like saying, okay, everyone, just before we start, I just need to tell everyone, if anyone has any kryptonite, please put it away. Uh, you think there's a form that call- Superman fills out whenever he, like, goes out you to have any allergies? Yeah. yeah, no, saying Superman is allergic to kryptonite is saying, like, ants are allergic to the bottom of my foot. <laughs> they, they just are, can't seem to handle I guess. it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was good, though. I think... I think if your kid was older, you could go watch it with him, but he won't. He won't understand what's happening. No. But if you if you want to if you decide to adopt an eight year old anytime soon, you should go should go watch it. <laughs> well, we'll see if the paperwork goes. You through. should adopt. You should adopt an eight year old for the week because like it you, and have the experience of watching Shazam with an eight year old son, and then just send him back. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> then you might be creating another Shazam because that's what created Shazam was his uh, parents not wanting him. Oh, so I think we should start an organization, you and I, kind of like World Vision or like Habitat for Humanity, <laughs> where we 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 make it our duty to go out into the world and create superheroes, and all oh. superheroes are created by childhood tragedy. Therefore, vis a vis, we go around find young impressionable kids, do something tragic to them. So that they go out and become superheroes. Yeah, I don't see any problems. Granted, a large percentage of them will will just become either drug addicts or criminals or or have just severe trauma as they grow older and take it out on their wives, uh, that type of stuff, or their kids. So there's a lot of negatives. There's there, there's the potential for it. a lot of negative externalities, but like the upside that we may create, like a Shazam, and think you know, of the possibilities. Yeah, like it, is it not worth it? Doesn't like the if world... there's even a one percent chance that we may create a superhero that saves the universe, isn't that worth breaking a few eggs to make that omelet? <laughs> oh I think it's super worth it. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, on... I think Batman, when he said in <laughs> when he said in Justice League, when he said, uh, or maybe it was Batman versus Superman in the trailer, when he's like, "If there's a, I'm gonna do my Ben Affleck as Batman, all right? If there's even a one percent chance that this man is our enemy, we must stop him." That sounds like a rushed Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> quoting Batman. I'd love to see the trailer for Batman vs. Superman, but like with Neil deGrasse Tyson and all the Batman parts. He's like, <laughs> he's like, listen, Alfred, Alfred, listen, listen. We know if there's a 1% chance that this man is our enemy, 
We have to stop him. We have to stop him. <laughs> but only as a clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. We know. No. No. We know. He only talks like that when, like, he gets really excited. Like, when he starts to, like, I can't, I can't, I'm so excited to tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> when he we starts know, to marinate on how cool, cool what he's saying is. Because <laughs> think about it. Think about it. We know. <laughs> Electrons. We know. I love that. Clark. This is it's just a part, like, a regular segment of the show that Neil deGrasse, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson, Tyson shows up. <laughs> Neil, deGrasse to- Neil deGrasse Thompson. Neil deGrasse Thompson. The Neil famous, deGrasse- the infamous <laughs> Neil deGrasse Thompson. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Taylor Thomas. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Gosh. Okay. Oh, man. We did it. We did. Another uh, one in the bag. Yeah. You have anybody to shout out this week? Uh, uh, got, shout out to Lil Nas X for making yeah. the song of the year. I don't think any song is going to eclipse that. <laughs> if, Rih- if Rihanna puts out an album, which she should be, if she puts out an album this year, she may have a single that tops that song. If Drake puts out an album this year, which he might towards the end of the year, his single, whatever that might be, may take over. But I don't know, man. This this is going strong. We'll see, we'll see how long it lasts. And and what I like about this kid is he seems like really excited to follow up the song. Like he's not just happy to like coast. <laughs> like I got a hit song. All right, I'm done. Like you know he keeps talking about like oh man you guys like this be ready for the next one and that kind of stuff, which is a good sign that he's just not trying to cash out. He's trying to like actually form a form a, a sustainable career. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see if it works. I, I wonder if it's all going to be country like that or if it's just this is just like a one off. Uh yeah I don't know. He's like one. He's like, it's crazy. Mainly I'm a reggae artist, but this, <laughs> my DJ just gave me this song and I was like, all right, we'll do it. So like the rest of his album is just reggae. Right. Well, I feel like he's won this like battle of like country rap, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, and so it would be weird for him to be like, I'm going to do a singer songwriter thing now. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Lil Nas X. Uh, shout um, out to the infamous Jeff Johnson. The infamous Jet Johnson, Jeff Johnson. Um, anybody else? Um, nope. Shout out to Christy, uh, Trey, Trey's wife, Christy. I know she listens to the show. She, we were talking about it. I don't know who any of those people are. Trey is the brother. He, Trey is an amazing tattoo artist, and he owns a tattoo shop that I oh. go to in Rialto, California, called Foothill Tattoo. His brother, Brad, has been tattooing me since high school. Mm. And Trey's wife, Christy, really enjoys the podcast. So shout out to her. Um, I don't know if I just gave enough information for people to find them. Oh, well. Go get tattooed. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go there to murder Trey. Go there to to get a tattoo, all right? You can murder Brad. Brad, he's lived a a long life. He's done. But don't... Trey's got kids... Um, oh man what Ooh. else uh, anybody else to shout out uh, shout out to Ben Ben knows who he is Ben Moneris sure yeah what's up Ben what's up Ben uh, who else anybody else that you know that listens mm, Julian Assange <laughs> Julian. Julian Assange the DJ Julian uh, what's his name the, the trumpet player or the trombone player Lopez yeah Juice <laughs> he doesn't listen to this podcast for sure Juice that's his nickname, because Julius. Where did Juice come from? Orange Julius. <laughs> That's his nickname. You guys ever call him OJ? <laughs> OJ <No>. Lopez? No? <laughs> you guys should. 
<laughs> you ever call him? We should call him Jamba. No, that's racist. Whatever, man. It's like Jumbo. Did you ever read that book? Jumbo means hello. No. It so you know how there's like those little kid books that teach you about everyday life, like everybody poops and yeah. There's a book like that that teaches kids about like Swahili, the language mm. Swahili. It's called Jumbo means hello, and it's like it goes to the alphabet and each letter gives you a, a Swahili word, like a common Swahili word, and Jumbo means hello. What does Mama say, Mama Sama, Makusa mean? It means. Never mind. I'm not even gonna get into it because <laughs> that is Swahili. It means it means uh, it means bubbles bring more white wine and Tylenol PM to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> and edit, 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 scene, and scene lights. <laughs> um, anybody, anybody else you want to shout out? No, nope, shout that's out it. bubbles. Shout out Michael Jackson. <laughs> It's nope. weird that we've Talking talked about. about Macaulay Culkin and Michael Jackson in the same podcast, but not like related to each other. Related to each other at all. I'm sure Macaulay Culkin would love love that that we didn't talk about yeah. them related to each other. Macaulay Culkin's like having a weird career resurgence. Yeah. Resurgence or surgeons? Surgeons. Insurgents. <laughs> no, he's like he's also a big wrestling fan and mm. he has a podcast and stuff. And he's kind of like doing his thing, which is cool. We should get him on our podcast. You know, he was with like Mila Kunis for a long time. No. Yeah. Weird. In my mind, she's with uh, Jason. What's his name? From Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah. Jason Siegel? Yeah, Jason Siegel. Yeah. yeah. They're, think, just, they're, they're they, just together. You think in real they life. worked out? Yeah. Yeah. You think uh, Kristen Bell is still upset over that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Dak Shepard's like, calm down. Dak. So then. Yeah. Does that? Does, so is Dak Shepard the Aldous Snow of real life? Yes, he has to be. Yeah. You think Russell Brand like in for that movie? He was just doing like a very method impression of Dak Shepard. <laughs> he's like, oh, this guy's a douchebag, and he's just like doing just that. puts his accent on top of it. Yeah. I like Russell Brand. Shout out to Russell Brand. <laughs> Do you like Russell Brand as new hippie Jesus Russell Brand? Uh, I haven't invested a bunch of time in figuring out hippie jesus russell brand mm -hmm. uh so i you should listen to his podcast it's good it's called under the skin under the skin as under in the, i've got under, you under the skin under this under the, i'm trying to do my russell brand under under Un, under the skin with russell brand with with, with russell with russell brand yeah mental uh, illness have you have you seen his uh stand-up special yeah it's good is it yeah I seen it. he has a weird body he does. Yeah, it's weird. Um, shout out to Russell Brand. Shout out he's, to... He's built like a female basketball player. Okay. I'll have to, I'll have to look it up. That's, that's very specific. Yeah. Russell Brand is the Lisa Leslie of white British people. I don't know who Lisa is. She was a famous LA Sparks player for a long time. Come on, man. Brush up on your WNBA. Sorry, man. You know, little, I barely little, know the Lakers. Little Candace Parker, little uh, little uh, Reggie Miller's sister. Human Wiki, right here. Reggie Miller's sister. Yeah, That's I forget her name. Her name. <laughs> she also played basketball for a while. Come on, man, take it easy on me. Oh man. All, All right. right, that's it. Shout out to you, Brandon. Hey, wow. And then I'm gonna take that and pass it back. Shout out to you, the listener. Oh, what about me? Nah, man. You don't deserve <laughs> a shout out. Dang, dude. Uh, shout out to shout out to Zach Zach Job, Zach. Oh yeah, 
who's Zach? <laughs> no, Zach Job is a very funny comedian and just all around good guy. I was hanging out with him the other night and just shout out to him. We just know a lot of Zachs. And every time you say Zach, mm-hmm. I'm like, Zach who? Which Zach? Mm-hmm. And not Zach Rudolph. Screw that guy. Or Zach Marsh. Or Zach, yeah, definitely screw that guy. <laughs> shout out to Rachel Marsh, though. Another funny comedian and actress. Uh, yep. Mash. Mash. Go him in the mash. <laughs> Duly appointed federal okay, marshal. We're, we're getting this. You know the podcast is over? Z- yeah. You know the podcast is over when we start doing... Boston do, accents. No, not Boston accents. Martin Scorsese Boston accents. Federal right. marshal. See you next week on See, the week. The weekly, there's no way to say weekly regular with a Boston accent. Regular. Yeah, there you go. Weekly regular. The weekly regular. At the mash. Live from the mash. <laughs> All right. How's your mother? <laughs>